0: The steady thud of the gait of a man in alligator boots had something syncopating its rhythm. There he stood in a long black cape with red velvet lining, an elegant top hat, vampire-like suit, and those bright green alligator boots. Strolling around, oozing confidence, the effect was made complete by the walking stick he carried, a well-polished wooden stick twisting and swirling elegantly up to the crown jewel of the scepter. A huge, cubic zirconian diamond, clutched in a taloned claw. The tap, tap, tap of this walking stick led the way into every dark and ghoulish corner my young mind scrambled to fall into. This was my very first ghost tour. I had begged my mother for two years now to let me go on this tour— but she had lovingly decided I was too young. Being six and quite adamant, I had weaseled my young self onto this tour and would elbow anyone trying to come between me and the guide. I followed at his heels and peppered him with questions between stops. He answered each one with such a wealth of knowledge and told each story with such theatrics that I was hooked. I went on his tour every night for a week until we had to make the flight back home. In the terminal, I sobbed, telling my mother I would do anything to move here, that I didn't care about anyone back home and that this was the only place I could be happy. This, coming from a six-year-old, while dramatic, was ineffective. My mother had a business conference on the same island every year, and when we would go back, the very first thing I would do was take his ghost tour. Again and again, every night if I could. The thud of his alligator boots, the timbre of his voice, and floating above all, that glittering diamond, held aloft in bony talons, became an obsession in my young mind. This went on for almost a decade. As I got older, he became more and more of a family friend. We began to visit him in his day job, where he managed a museum. When I took his tour there, I saw his vocal style was just as well rehearsed. The curtain was lifted. This was a choice, a well-practiced necessity for the work he does. He had not been blessed by some demon with the perfect voice to tell ghost stories. He was just one heck of a tour guide. It was much less spooky in the daytime, talking about artifacts of a time on the island long since lost to the waves. He began to come out to dinner with us. We would send him Christmas cards. I met his sons. In my own life back home, my stepfather had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and this made him take to drink. My mother did everything she could to keep him away from me, so I wouldn't have to see this man deteriorate. In the midst of this battle, over about three years, she lost her brother to cancer, her father, and then in 2010, her mother. That Christmas, she didn't have the strength to do Christmas in the home her father built without so much of her family, so we took a cruise instead. This was a very special time for just the two of us. Her husband had been put into an assisted living facility, so only my mother and I boarded the ship. The cruise ended on my favorite little island, and my mother tacked on a few extra days there. As soon as we arrived, we took the old ghost tour yet again. I knew every word to every story, but that tap, tap, tap of the cane against concrete seemed to stir history from its rest and invited it to play with us. The next night, we met up with our dear family friend and his sons for dinner. Sans top hat, boots and that wonderful cane after dinner my mother the tour guide and myself sat at the edge of a dock by the restaurant and shared unmarketable skills proving to one another all of the things we could do that were totally worthless using a blade of grass as a whistle rolling one's tongue into a clover or being able to recite the alphabet backwards after a while his sons came over and invited me out with them i left the two on the dock to continue the game Over the rest of our time there, a wonderful change came over my mother. She was happy. After months of darkness, it seemed to me the sunlight had just lifted it all off her shoulders. That's the power of a naive mind. It took me a while to catch on to how much time she was spending with our dear family friend, the tour guide. This was December of 2010. My mother started talking to him every day, becoming happier and happier. Right under my nose, they started dating. As stunning as this sounds, when my mother knows she's in love, she loves without a brake pedal. They were engaged by March of 2011. It was another year before it was all sorted out. She had to separate from her husband, though he had been mentally unavailable for quite some time now. The two were finally married in April of 2015. Over the last five years, I've been blessed with a brand new family, and we are as close as if we'd all grown up together. My brothers and I dropped the word step before the term of relation long ago. Following the tradition of my father and my brothers, I too have become a ghost tour guide. Spreading the stories that filled me with wonder as a child brings me pride. Now, in the sweet apartment my parents share, overlooking the museum, a flashy emblem of the beginning of this love story sits by the kitchen door, resting, as if its job is done. Against the doorframe is an old, gnarled cane with a diamond clutched in talons. For WNSR, I'm Catherine Fox.